0: Here we are on Monday, February 20th, 2023, and we're going to be talking about the 41,000 hours of January 6th footage that McCarthy gave to Tucker Carlson exclusively. That's going to be interesting. Um, I'm praying that the, that the controlled opposition doesn't go into McCarthy and Tucker to, to basically take out the footage that we really want to see. Um, and we're really looking forward to the footage that comes out that caught the... You know, from from Nancy's laptop or on her or ca- cameras or hidden footage about the whistleblowers, that showed her working with the police, the, the Capitol Police, and actually planning the false flag. That is going to be really interesting. So that will be that'll be fun. All right, so let's uh, let's dig into this right now because a ton to cover that I want to want to get through to you. Um, oh, look at this. I want to get, I mean, I want to communicate with you guys and even start discussion. So make sure you're on, if you're on live, uh, let me know um, what you're thinking as, about each topic. i we'll will t- try to follow along a little bit. I see people from Tennessee and Pennsylvania is listening, Wisconsin, Lowell, and if we, it was Ke- uh, Canton, Ohio, thank you all for being here. And a ton of people are already backstage. So we really appreciate you all being here as we dig into this. We're gonna have an economic update from Kirk Elliott as well here shortly and then we will get into all this stuff about the uh, also um, James O'Keefe actually speaking out and fighting the board on uh, Project Veritas. So that is gonna be interesting. That's when uh, it's sad to see when people create their own company, get a board to help them, and then the board turns against them. Um, interesting stuff to sell with Simone Gold and uh, whether she was in the wrong or, or James O'Keefe was in the wrong here in these two situations. It'll be interesting to see if that's been infiltration or it's just uh, a bunch of people with different opinions and and God's got different uh, plans for things to to happen here so it's going to be extremely interesting as we move forward here so let's uh, let's look at this and dig into this uh, real quickly i wanted to show a couple things before Kirk comes on uh, let me know if you see Kirk on um yeah he's here awesome so i want to show you a couple things right before Kirk comes on Maybe this is one thing that says used car prices soar highest jump in 14 years. Just one example of the many things going on with the economy, but it's always more fun to talk to the double doctor about it. <laughs> Somebody who's been follows the, the economy cl- extremely close and as a advisor and counselor to people on their individual investments and to get his opinion on what's going on and what should we do to protect our investments. Right. But let's get an economic update from Kurt Elliott. Kurt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great Rick how are you? Awesome appreciate it appreciate you
1: coming on. You bet you know that that used car thing that's like a, a, just a microcosm of what's happening in the economy right now because the wholesale price inflation just came out um, mm-hmm. this over the weekend and wholesale prices went up 0.7% so almost three-quarters of percent in just the last 30 days. All right this is huge because they're telling us. That, uh, that you know, retail inflation, CPI numbers are like 6.4%, they went up half a percent, right? So, so now, but what we've got is wholesale prices that are growing faster, which they always haven't. Been. They've been growing much faster than retail prices, which means retail prices are going to catch up, right? Because retailers are not gonna squeeze their margins that much, they're not gonna lose money, by by trying to you know just get through biden's economy so they're just going to raise their prices and pass it on to us yes. this is the world that we're we're living in right mm-hmm. now but we can't afford all those prices right look at the used car prices that you just talked about look at everything else that's going on so here there's i just read an article just literally this morning um consumer debt because nobody can afford these things Hits a record sixteen point nine trillion dollars. Okay, so we have to put this into perspective, right? Because, and delinquencies are rising. So mm-hmm. you add both of those together. It's not a. It's not a good combo. It's just basically putting us into a tailspin. Because here's here's the issue. We've thirty two trillion dollars of U S. national debt. Right. That's been from seventeen seventy six until now. You look at sixteen point nine trillion of consumer debt. This is going to be like credit cards and home equity lines of right. credit and and basically your car payments things like that right so so credit cards are a pretty recent thing we have we didn't have really credit cards before the 1970s right so what took us from zero from 1776 until now 240 years to amass 32 trillion in just around 50 years we've we've got 16.9 trillion in in consumer debt and the delinquencies are rising if you look at, if you look at delinquencies in car payments credit card payments and home mortgages they're all going up so here's where we've talked in the past about banks running out of money, banks not having enough capital, their investments, because banks take your money, your deposits that you put in there, and they invest in the same thing you and I do. They invest in stocks and bonds and mutual funds and real estate and other companies, right? So so banks' internal investments are sinking, but so are or is what the, the nature of what banks do. They lend money to you via credit cards and auto loans and everything else. The delinquencies are doubled on home mm. mortgages over the last 12 months. This is not the sign of a strong economy. Right. The economy is sinking, Rick, and, and, it's, and it's a sick economy. But the Bible tells us that borrower is a slave to the lender, right? So this should not be a shock mm-hmm. to any of us that these things are happening. Yeah, the country is
0: borrowing and so are consumers massively. Right? Yeah. Absolutely,
1: the country's borrowing and, you know, it, it all comes from the top, right? That's the leaders at the top, they're they are spending money like drunken sailors and so are we. But I can't say that consumers, their their consumer debt problem isn't probably all their fault. It's Biden's policy's fault. So they've got a lot of higher taxes, higher interest rates, higher inflationary pressures because of Bidenomics, you know? And so a lot of people are having to dig into their credit cards just to survive right now. <laughs> Just yeah. to survive, yeah. That's- right. So, but it's going through the roof now. I'm not saying that that they didn't have problems before, right? But but yet you add all of that together, this is a huge problem. It's a huge problem for America that's going to be difficult to come out of. But you start then to add to that what's going on globally. You you had the the people in in da- Davos, you know, talking about polycrisis this year and all these crisis and all these things and all these changes. Well, we've got it. And so their answer is central bank digital currency. We've talked about this before. I'm not going to rehash it. But what I do want to talk about is Elon Musk. Elon Musk was one of the first big investors into chat GPT that that basically the program, the algorithm that trains computers how to think for us, right? This is going to be the things that, that, that determine whether we can buy or sell. And based on our digital social profile, what did Elon Musk say about ChatGPT? Remember, he was like the first investor into it. I think he's had a change of tune because he said ChatGPT is the biggest threat to civilization ever. (laughs) Why? Because we've got a supercomputer in our brain that God gave us, right? And Steve Wozniak of Apple said that he's, he's concerned about open artificial intelligence because our computer in our brain right Uh, our you know coupled with our heart is the strongest computer that the world has ever seen why because you add to the processing power in our brains intuition and heart and soul and compassion and and wisdom and intuition everything that God gives us computers don't have that they don't have any of that yet they're going to be making decisions for all of us moving forward this is a devastating move for for civilization moving forward and It's going to cause massive market upheavals as imagine You have some kind of big executive sitting here at a desk making decisions. And who's his coworker? It's a computer sitting Mm -hmm. next to him. It's not a person anymore because these are supposed to take these these artificial intelligence computers. This chat GPT is expected with over the next 10 years to take 20% of all jobs globally. 20%. Mm -hmm. That means unemployment, one out of every five people unemployed, imagine the welfare, imagine the entitlements, imagine the social, imagine everything that's going to have to be paid, because what are these people going to do for a living? We don't know. They're just going to lose their jobs, right? So what they think is a good idea is going to be devastating on the economy moving forward.
0: Yeah, that's interesting um I, i'm praying just like an industrial revolution it, it became became new jobs came out etc the question is is can we use ai for positive or a for negative right and right now you have the elites in control of it that's really the problem <laughs> it's the yeah. technology and the elites like no harari in charge of it right are the is, is the evil so if we can get rid of the elites we could use some of this ai stuff in a in a very productive way but the humans are making the final decisions right but that's that's something. That's not where the elites are going. The elites are going. Let's make that transhumanism and all that ugly stuff is where they're going, right?
1: Right. It's where we're going. But you know what? We can thrive. We can just. We don't have to settle for surviving. This is why you and I talk about silver, mm-hmm. tangible assets, is as a way to actually navigate through all of this. Get out of the system. Don't be a digital entity in somebody else's digital world. You don't have to be. Mm-hmm. You can. You can thrive you can succeed, you can, you know, create the, the world and, and live out the world that God dreamed for you when he created you and knit you together in your mother's womb, right? We weren't created to be a digital entity in a digital world. We were created to change the world and impact lives. And, and that's part of why we tell people to invest wisely, invest into something that's real, move forward with success. And uh, it, it's it's, I mean, this world is falling apart, Rick. We don't have to sensationalize the darkness in this world, but yeah. what we can do is identify it and act accordingly.
0: Yeah, so, so God's money being gold and silver, you're still, yeah. think that silver still undervalued compared to gold right now?
1: Very much so. I mean, the ratio is still over 80 to
0: one, and the historical
1: ratio is 20 to one. So that ratio tells us that silver, mm-hmm is undervalued compared to gold, it's going to outperform. That's exactly what we want to do.
0: Yeah, and, and I, what I love about silver is it's, the, man, one little gold coin's expensive, but you can have silver for bartering if, if you have it on hand, right? As well as it's very liquid, right? Not only can it be used for bartering, yep. it can be used for cash, but it, but also even if you have the big bars in a, in a 401k or IRA or whatever, you can call you up and actually sell it right away too and get it yeah. within a few days you can get cash or four or five days cash. Is that right? The liquidity. Yep. I think yeah, four is, or yeah.
1: five days it's, it's liquid to me to lock it in is a 45 second phone call we lock it in wire you the funds in four to five days. Mm-hmm. So it's, a, it's an asset like any other asset like a stock fund mutual fund you sell it you get the money. Mm-hmm. It's just tangible. Yeah, and so versus paper versus paper, correct. And and that's getting it liquid and getting it to you. It's a hundred percent liquid. It's a global commodity. It's needed and and demanded all the time, so that's why it's a hundred percent liquid. It just takes four or five days to get the funds into your account when you
0: sell. Yeah, and and you know I was going to tell people just please get your free consultation with Kirk because everybody's different, right? It's just like health. It's just not one size fits all. Same with your financial area. And um, so yep. there's a free consultation that Kurt and his team give. And I love it. You, you get back to people pretty quickly. I know there's a lot of huge demand and some of these firms that say, I can help you get back to you weeks later, literally, right? You can, you're getting back to people uh, within that same day or two. So we appreciate you preparing for this and be able to serve us. So, um, so tell us a little bit about this free consultation. What's the fastest way for them, somebody to make this happen? Because it can take time for you to close down an IRA, yep. and get it converted over to silver as an example.
1: Right. Yeah. So you can just give me a call. It's 720-605-3900. Um, and get a free consultation. You know, we want to hear your dreams. We want to hear your fears and strategically map out a success plan for you, given the economy we're living in. That number is 6- 720-605-3900. Just say that Rick sent you. Mm-hmm. Or you can go to the link that, that we made for your show, which is kirkellyphdcom forward slash b 2 t. And it gets you to the same place. One of my schedulers will get on the phone with you, ask you a few questions, and get you on our calendar asap to to you know get you out of the path of this hurricane.
0: Yeah. So they and again that links down below in the video as well. But but Kurt, we really appreciate it. It's pretty pretty interesting what's going on with all this uh, debt. It's just really 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 crazy. And if you it just look is. what that does to um, the future of the dollar potentially. And if you have a lot of dollars sitting in a bank. That's dangerous. Uh, it's also not only is it reduced in by by uh, the interest. I mean, sorry, the 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 inflation reduces your cash each time. But also that could be at risk for, for if the dollar collapses, right? If really really bringing your While at that same time, if the dollar collapses, most likely the best hedge against that is precious metals, right? So correct. Yeah. So those are the things. Well, thanks for the update, Kurt. And we really appreciate you it. Bet. We'll see you next Monday. My pleasure. All right it's awesome to have Kirk come on every Wednesday and get to his insight of what he's actually digging into um, but I really and again that is uh, kirkphdcom slash b2t and uh, but uh, again that phone number is probably the easiest way to get a hold of him um, and you'll find that link down below in the in the video hey look at this Tucker Carlson House Republicans release J6 videos to Tucker Carlson so this is really interesting. According to the exclusive post on Axios Today, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has turned over the full trove of surveillance video captured by Capitol Police security cameras on January 6th to Fox News host Tucker Carlson. So we've been asking for this for a long time. Now, I'm re- more excited about the secret recordings of Nancy actually working with the Capitol Police and planning this false flag. But this will at least show um, how we had a bunch of patriots there that they were trying to make a huge false flag and make us uh, all violent as, as uh, the police. Um, but we all respected the police, right? So the only ones really causing the massive, massive problems were the infiltrators, right? The ones that were in the, you know, the Antifa and Black Lives Matter people in, in, in MAGA gear, as an example, or somebody that just got caught up in it. Um, but in general, they didn't get many people caught up in it, very because, uh, comparably what they were hoping for. And that's what all this I believe all this footage is gonna show as a groundwork to step people into the truth of the false flag that was that was actually created by the cabal and that Nancy Pelosi executed to. Right? Carlson T V producers were on Capitol Hill last week to begin digging through the trove, which includes multiple camera angles from all over Capitol grounds. Mike Allen reported it. Excerpts will begin airing in coming weeks. So we'll get we'll get some uh, good summary stuff from from Tucker. And, and this is always a little dangerous because you don't know that with the sophistication of like Lenin in all the way back in USSR times, these these infiltrators know how to actually fund controlled opposition. Right. Um, Q told us clearly, as, a, as an example, Alex Jones is controlled opposition. Right. You have these these people that will tell you 80 percent, 90 percent truth. And then when it comes to the real important stuff, they back off. Right, so like for instance, he lied completely about, about Jerome Corsi and 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 what he was right to my faith because I had studied it in so much detail, so I knew it was true that that was controlled opposition. So is McCarthy a Rhino in controlled opposition? Is Tucker Carlson controlled opposition? So we got to be careful here, right? It doesn't matter though; nothing's going to stop what God is doing, right? But this is a good step toward probably some massive amount of information that will come out. Now, is he going to hide the deep stuff because they're controlled opposition? Um, who knows? But uh, nothing's going to stop the Lord uh, from doing what you know the Julie Green prophetic word said. And we'll have a Julie Green prophetic word here in a second, too, that was phenomenal from this morning. Um, again, back to our mindset and how we need to be handling this and what, what's going to happen and, and how we, what, we're going to stay in faith versus sight, right? Faith versus fear. That's what we're going to be digging into. Uh, it's, it's an awesome word, so don't miss that here in a bit. Carson TV Productions were, oh no, I'm sorry, American Greatness first reported on the massive trove of security video in May of 2021, and that's sad. Since then, several lawmakers, including Representative um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, have called for public release of the 14,000, and that's hours, of footage related to the events of January 6th. McCarthy told reporters on January 12th that he supported making the tapes public, think the american people should see all of what happened instead of the reports that was written for political bias or political basis mccarthy said referring to the january 6 select committee's final report in march 2021 the justice department designated the footage as highly sensitive governmental material right so they could create that false narrative of the unselect committee right um, subject to strict protective dis- of orders, defendants and their lawyers have complained about the lack of access to the surveillance video. A digital platform to achieve all footage was delayed for months. Those protective orders, however, did not apply to House Democrats who accessed surveillance clips to use it in the second impeachment of Donald Trump and January 6 Select Committee. The Unselect Committee is what he calls it. <laughs> Further, the Justice Department claimed only 14,000 hours of video. Footage from noon until 8 p.m. that day, and that was a reverse. They lied to us as usual. You know that's what the deep state does when they're hiding things. The cover-up's always worse than the crime, right? Was relevant to the January 6th investigation, but Axios reporter Carlson's team received 41,000 hours. I mean, that's that's way different, obviously, which likely represents the full 24-hour period that Capitol Police gave to congressional committees. Cong, uh, Carlson team of producers and researchers from his three Fox News programs, his nightly program on Fox News and the two long form shows on Fox Nation are now combing through the raw footage. Axios reported clips will begin airing in the coming weeks. So that's going to be really exciting. Um, it makes me just wonder, maybe the White Hats do have McCarthy under control and are actually Really doing things that they should be doing, and so so far so good with uh, the slight majority. Uh, but we'll, when we get to Julie's prophetic words, there's going to be a lot of people switching parties as they see the Democratic Party crashing to the ground, as it's it's it's, it's a party that literally took God out of their platform and is and is blatantly um, evil, um, including having abortions even past the birth. Right? It's just really crazy. Um, which is was by definition murder, right? When you're letting a child die and not resuscitating it after it's, it's born, um, and the, the evil just apparent to, to us who are awake, right? But what's even worse is the rhinos who act like they are for life, for everything, thing, and they're actually working with the cabal. Um, some of them may be just under control and blackmailed, right? That's one thing we that, that I think is going to be released from them, and it's been, been and, and it's been happening over the last five years, I believe, maybe six years. And uh, but the the real evil are, are the are people like Mitt Romney, right? Who, who literally say they're Republican and they're not. And Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, these these people I grew, I think are actually deep in it, and not just blackmailed, but are but are are, not, are, are true black hats. Lindsey, it seems like from some of the words were, was a gray hat. So but we we're gonna know all, all soon. That's that's the beautiful part about this and why we stay in faith and not fear. Exclusive Andy NGO reports. This is this Andy knows is it's is always all over Antifa. That's a really good job. But now a lead letter details Jame O'Keefe's response following indefinite no pay suspension from Veritas. So so the so the backlash that came to the board was severe. So they put out some statements basically saying, Oh, we didn't really fire him. We just put him in leave for a, a while. But they, but they, but they basically are now. We're we're starting to see the truth. And James O'Keefe's going to go start something completely new from Project Veritas. So this is really sad, in my opinion. This is infiltration. It's quite that was my question before, over the last couple of weeks. Was was this infiltration, um, or or was this truly a Patriots trying to do what was best for that company? Right. You see the same thing with Simone Gold starting, starting the the, the whole American Frontline doctors and. The board comes in and then they see her spending a lot of money and they don't agree with it and they have this huge battle, right? So this is Satan's way of trying to make these organizations not productive, right? And so who's in the right, who's in the wrong? It's kind of hard to tell. You got to hear both sides of this, right? Uh, but here we have the Project Veritas thing as well. But now we have James O'Keefe's side of the story. We've only heard the we've only heard the ploys complaining about O'Keefe and the, the board's opinion. Now finally we get James O'Keefe's. Thoughts on this, and he puts out a pretty detailed um, letter. And I'm gonna read you this article that summarizes it. I asked the board to resign for the conduct they did not. So currently I have no position at Project Veritas based upon the board's actions. So basically, he went in and say Dudes, right? I want you to resign. <laughs> board and give me control of my company back, right? It's a nonprofit though, so by law, you have to have a board. And there's only so much power you can give the give give this person. So, uh, you know, the CEO, what he was there. But uh, they so so if you look back at this as a leaked letter exclusively ab- t- uh, obtained by the Post Millennial Reveals. Project Veritas founder James O'Keefe's statement to staffers on Monday after he effectively removed from the organization by the board. I was asked to be gone until the 20th. It is now the 20th, which is today, right? And wrote Keith, I asked the board to resign for their conduct, but they did not. So currently, I have no position at PV. I just read that. So I'm announcing to you all that today on President's Day, I'm packing up my personal effects from headquarters, and I'm intending to start anew. So who knows? Maybe this is God's way of having two organizations out there infiltrating these uh, these cabalists and and actually coming up with some things. Who knows? Um, we can wish wish them both luck because they're both uh, obviously. Um, We just have to pray that the infiltrators clean up and are held accountable. Not to, you know, either either side. If if anybody's in the wrong here, hopefully, if Jamie O'Keefe is this blatantly ugly boss, that he cleans up his act a little bit, right? And that these board people um, use the money that Project Veritas has to do uh, the great work that they've been doing. He says the letter includes screenshots of a board's meeting on February 10th in which they voted 3-2 to for his indefinite suspension as CEO without compensation pending an audit. It's unclear if O'Keefe will resign from Project Veritas or be fired, though Project Veritas spokesman R.C. Maxwell said in a statement to TPM, I unfortunately don't have any answers for you. The Project Veritas board is in charge now. O'Keefe declined to, com- to, to comment. TPM understands that the board of directors plan to have a meeting vote on Tuesday. So that'll be interesting because it's, this is really like if they don't just fire him, right, or or, or he resigns before that Tuesday meeting, that's a, that is a, that is a there's a common term we talk about saving face, right? Um, now that this has come out, you don't have a way for them to kind of reconcile very easily. They couldn't save face, right? It's kind of like a battle. So, to so my prediction is that the, that there there is not going to be a reconciliation here, that the board's going to hold firm, and uh, and so is O'Keefe, and it's going to be two separate organizations going forward. That's my prediction. We'll see if that work if that's the case. Earlier this month, Project Veritas staffers had made allegations at the board that O'Keefe's curt leadership style was offensive to the staff and donors. Once large allegations of him being rude to a high net worth Oregon donor couple was refuted by the couple itself. So they were using some type of behavior of o'keefe to a board member that kind of hurt their feelings they use that as, a, as an example of how he was really hurting the organization and that couple that's that that you know may have been offended a little bit defended o'keefe not the board so so it just shows you that uh, unfortunately i believe the board has either been infiltrated or just making stupid decisions right um but we can just pray for both these organizations again that God will use them in a mighty way to expose the evil of this cabal. This is another example of pointing guns at each other versus just us pointing the guns at the cabal and stay focused, right? The devil's trying to break up everything right now. It's gonna backfire on the devil anyway, I believe, um, but here it is. It says, I, and so here it says, I'm really very disappointed in the petty allegations toward him. They're actually completely false and ridiculous. This is the the donors. Dana Remmer said in an Instagram video, I didn't find herself as a donor in the list of allegations. Without James, Project Veritas is nothing. Her husband also sent a letter to Project Veritas calling the staffers' allegations about O'Keefe's interaction with him and his wife fabricated and gross exaggerations. So they made a complaint about, maybe a little bit offended by him, but they didn't want him fired. They thought he does awesome and they they were big donors, right? And so this is, uh, this is that, where that came through, and here's her Instagram, you can actually listen to that if you'd like. Okie's okay, 4,600-word letter, and it's in here, by the way, to the staffers detailed emotional turmoil he and the organization have experienced in the 13 years since its founding for the Parent Carriage House in New Jersey. They included what he believes are years of lawfare and corrupt criminal investigations aimed at stopping his organization from exposing powerful individuals and organizations. He also concedes to the staffers' main grievances about his leadership style. He did say i haven't always been the most ostensibly compassionate leader and that is admittedly a fault something i need to work on he wrote so that's good you know so a little bit of repentance uh, maybe this new organization and people that work for him he'll be he'll he'll be a better boss if you will right as they move forward in doing this Um, but i think it's going to be two different uh, organizations we'll see Um, but again i think we can lift both of these organizations up Uh, james o'keefe himself as well as project veritas that what all the money that's been given to Exposes Cabal continues because uh, it'll be awesome to continue to get that undercover video of the of the warped minds of the progressives, right? As well as the evil that we're seeing from Planned Parenthood and so many other people like Pfizer. Hey, tomorrow night, don't miss this. We have this, uh, you want to really understand COVID-19 and what's really happening in a well-documented, unrefutable way. This, uh, this book that Sally Saxon created, she'll be on live. Um, um, she she authored, working with two MDS. By the way, is now is now actually um, forwarded by McCullough and Artis. So two people I trust implicitly, right? So if they're forwarding this book and say it's the best documented, um, so so we're gonna we're gonna have links to that book and just interview her. I think you're going to really love Sally Saxon and then also and the Kate, if you want to know uh, an example of somebody that was in the world and has been transformed by Christ. Um, this is a person that was an atheist on survivor in a, pl- pl- a poker player, a professional poker player and uh, to find and then to see her on fire for Christ now, it is awesome to see. With anna kate and then we got loud mouth prayer you want to learn how to t- pray with authority of christ martin christmas coming, Christmas coming back on and then wando sabin's coming on as well and gus is working to fill out the rest of the schedule i think we're going to have the uh, in the matrix and shady on and other other awesome guests coming up so don't miss the upcoming shows i did want to get the julie green's prophetic word from this morning um, it was. Uh, I have a volunteer now help helping me decode this with a searchy platform to get the more correct words for you guys. So the so that and, and then that, and she's pulled it into here for me to read. It's very 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 helpful. Um, so thank you for all the volunteers in the ministry. It's been beautiful here. And here it is. Uh, for and this is the deep state. Is collapsing, right? And so this has got some great words again. I just I believe he's really using Julie to make sure we have the right mindset and we're focused in the right areas. It's real easy with all this onslaught of information, all the purposeful prophets of Baal all the information coming at us, and if and all the junk intel as well. People just trying to get clicks and all this stuff. It's really important to focus correctly, and I believe that's what this word's telling us to do. So, so listen to what the Lord's telling us here. Because for I, the Lord, this day, am telling my children, things are picking up pace and you will see many things go from bad to worse. It will appear like. Many will scream and cry, what's going on? Your enemies will try more wars, pestilence, shortages, famine. They are trying everything to regain momentum, to regain power. They have lost through resistance and through failing plans. So guys, our resistance is working. The resistance of all these people in these other nations also we need to be praying for, right? And their failing plans. Right? They've had so many evil plans. It's going to be sickening when we actually find out what they were going to do to starve us all, to make us all sick, literally depopulate the world. Right? And how they were doing that and how they were using blood sacrifices and all this ugly ugly stuff that you don't like to talk about to actually call in their demons, call in the power of Satan. That's what they were trying to do. But now, guess who has more power? The Lord God Almighty, or all those demons and Satan. Sorry, the name above all names has way more power, and their plans are failing every step of the way. It's a beautiful thing to understand as we dig in here. Again, our focus needs to be on the fact that they are failing, resistance is working, and that we do not need to fear. You'll see your enemy's desperation grow more and more, a desperation that will become more obvious to the world. And when they're on live TV, they will not be able to compose themselves. I told you before, listen to your enemy's words. They are trying to keep their narrative going, and it's not working. They will open up their mouths and speak the truth when they meant to tell a lie. Nothing they are trying is working. So some will run and cower and not answer questions to the American people or the news media because they have no logical explanation or answers to their narratives and what they're saying and wanting people to believe. In fact, it is a great example is what we have with Sally Saxon come on tomorrow talking about the COVID-19. People just aren't taking the boosters. Percentage-wise, it's way down. They understand. They see their bodies deteriorating, their immune system collapsing on them, friends dying, friends' immune systems collapsing on them, and they're realizing, oh my goodness, my unvaxxed friends are healthy, what I do, right? And so so that is starting to come out into the public. So only the people that watch Rachel Maddow, and, or, or I guess not anymore, <laughs> Anderson Cooper used to watch Don Lemon right now, or, or, or watch uh, CNN. Those are the people that are wearing the mask still and are still in fear of this virus that they want. But when they tried to roll out monkeypox, did that work? No. It was their failing plans. Nobody listened about monkey po- monkeypox. They're talking about we want to lock down again. We're saying no. And not only us in the United States, but across the world are saying we're not locking down again. All the churches are saying we're not locking down again, the ones that survived. So that is a beautiful thing. God's allowed us to wake up his children across all nations. An an outrage, an outcry is gaining momentum against the so-called administration in control of DC. You will see more and more turn on each other and their own party. It's growing because they see the writing on the wall. Look, as more people leave their positions, their seats of power, and some will switch parties because they know there is no hope of saving theirs. The deep state and its power over this nation is collapsing. My eagle is rising, not dying. Woo! My eagle is rising, not dying. You guys, this is literally, this is, I'm I'm now almost 90% sure this is talking about the Democrats switching parties because they know that there's no hope for theirs, their party, right? And so just like Tulsa Gabbard switched completely, we're gonna see many, many more do that. If you're not following Tulsa Gabbard, it's really kind of a pleasure to see Somebody like her standing up to the the, 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 out, the, the craziness of the of the progressives. But again, we have so many rhinos in the Congress that that we need God's amazing great exodus, right, to to really get us out of this backlash. This word will be in your news more and more because your enemies are receiving and will continue to receive backlash regarding their careless decisions things they are saying and doing are not making any sense for their lack of protection for this nation. More in the party of the left will even scream treason and traitors and want something to be done. Isn't that interesting that the Democrat, some of the Democrat party are going to go, we obviously have to close the border, dudes, right? We obviously have to shoot down balloons that go across the entire nation trying to collect intelligence on us, right? Those are the type of backlash that's actually going to not even come from within their own party. Interesting. Impeach, impeach, many will shout. And not just for the Biden, but many who are going along with him and their disastrous agendas. That's how he keeps using that term, the Biden. And it's going to be an, an awesome reveal when this all happens with Obama speaking in his earpiece and seeing who this actor really is. Great eruptions are about to take place in Washington D.C. An attempt, attack, attempted attack on this soil will be stopped, and many will know it was an inside job. And more will turn on Washington D.C. That sentence there is so scary if you think about it. There's going to be literally attacks on the soil as an inside job. Remind you of 9-11? Right, So, so they're, they're planning 9-11 type things, in my opinion, across massive numbers of cities. And I think that some of those w- words were talking about that, and many of them have already been stopped. So there's another one, they, so they keep trying to create massive chaos in the U.S. They have to take the U.S. down. Again, you can't have a new world order with a strong United States. So, as so many people across the world are praying for the United States right now. Again, this is great eruptions are about to take place in Washington, D.C. An attempted attack on this soil will be stopped, and many will know it was an inside job, and more will turn on Washington, D.C. That sounds like an attempt that's going to be attempted, that hasn't attempted yet. So another you know, massive attack on our soil, I believe, is what they want. That's why they're bringing to the southern border all these infiltrators, going to different cities, you know, they're shipping off to all these different cities. So they can have uh, coordinated attacks, is what I believe they are planning. It was inside Job, and many will turn to Washington, D.C., and those who are there. Tensions are are growing with foreign nations. That was deliberate. Disaster upon disaster, and distraction after distraction, to bring destruction and disruptions. The waters are stirring and are about to give up the things that have been hidden inside. Your enemies are losing their power, losing their territory. And losing their positions. They will completely fail in everything they have been doing, saith the Lord. Boy, when you're against the Lord God Almighty, I'm sorry. Their cup of iniquity is full. And and it, it is going to be, they, if they don't repent, <laughs> it's going to be bad news for them. I believe the waters we're talking about is the, what's what's in the submarines. All the things about probably part of those attacks included weapons, fire in front of submarines at us. Um, other things that they're hiding in down there maybe explosive just like they blew up the pipeline and you know they're potentially going to blow up our cables of being able to communicate in the internet who knows what they're hiding under the waters it'll be awesome to see that just like you said watch the water That multiple meetings I believe one of them was what's happening right now that's going to be uncovered a whistleblower is about to come forward with what has taken place in the skies above you Oh, United States, and it's not what you think. Your enemies will not get out of this what they wanted. So obviously, they have had an agenda for those balloons and all these things are shooting out of the sky. And that, and we're actually going to find out what it is through a whistleblower. Kind of be cool, huh? I hate to kind of guess what that is because did they, you know, want to start Project Bluebeam where all the aliens are coming? You know, is that kind of what they're trying to set up? Remember, Project Bluebeam is, aliens are, are invading us. We need to unite as the New World Order to fight them, right? Uh, th- th- they'll try anything. Um, that That's not going to work real well when the 35% of the population knows about Project Bluebeam, right? So if you don't know about it, research that a little bit. So you know when the big alien attack comes, it's, it's going to be a false flag by the New World Order trying to say, oh, help me, Biden. Help me, call, claw swab. Come on, EU. New world, you know, come on, help me. That's just not going to happen because we are going to resist and fight and expose. This ends with, be confident in this time that I am God and I am greater than any enemy. I am greater than their power, their plan. So rejoice that I am your victory. I am on your side. I am on the inside of you and I am judging. I am moving. I am avenging. And it will be over very soon, saith the Lord your Redeemer. That is uh, some encouraging content right there. I did want to, I did want to, because uh, as I talked about the last couple of videos, this is not like I want this over so I can go back to my normal life, because that normal life we were enslaved, right? This is like over in their control, so that we can move into a new world, and we're still going to be fighting the spiritual battles forward right so this is a time to understand this get get with God closer than ever right? understand his word get closer to him understand that you're hanging on to the kingdom that can't be shaken and move with him day by day as clay as he's your potter make let him make your path straight and have fun and enjoy the beautiful new life he's going to bring bringing us to And a lot of that is ugliness of this world but we're going to be there to help others And be there as you stay in faith and be used by the mighty power of the Lord God Almighty. And you have your authority on Christ. You're going to be used in a mighty way to help others. That's what my ministry is all about. That's what this ministry, I shouldn't even call it my ministry. That's what God's blessed teaching ministry is all about. It's our ministry to make sure we're focused correctly. And that's why I ask you to share this video. Make sure people are understanding and focusing on this versus junk intel versus the prophets of Baal. And what they tell you and again i believe those prophets of baal include many on fox news many on newsmax you got to be really careful what you're listening to nowadays and uh and and i, I just I, I can find myself doing that. i can find myself getting my telegram and looking in the matrix and looking at all this and not that they're all drunk intel it says there's so much intel that you basically are taking your time away from being in the word of god taking your time away about spending alone time with the lord taking your time away about praising him and worshiping him Listen to the praise reports we have on Mondays and on Thursday nights, right? At Praise and Prayer. Listen to God's Word on Word and Worship on Fridays. So join, join us here. I think you will really enjoy keeping your focus in the right, exact, right place. Um, guys, Operation Tomahawk is awesome. I am, uh, it's so fun to see people come out of the consumable cartel where they're literally getting poisoned. Um, And and that's that's what they've done. You know, the big pharma, they they poison us with the big pharma medicines, right? So what does the consumable cartel do? Well, they think you have, they act like you have a choice when you go to the grocery store. But 97% of the shelf space and 97% of the advertising for consumables is these 11 companies. And these 11 companies are owned by BlackRock, State Street, and uh, Vanguard. Vanguard, State Street, and BlackRock. The most evil comp- investment companies that support all the progressive and the destruction of the united states so if you're in the united states or canada please use economic warfare as scott calls us scott the patriot street fighter says hey guys go to operation tomahawk and he said, what well, this is actually tomahawkswitch.com we've made it a little easier tomahawkswitch.com there's a link down below in this video this is where you can actually figure out how to get out of this cartel why because that three percent we found a company that has 550 products 550 products plus they're adding beef, so you got the consumable stuff that you always use every day, right? Including including supplements. Supplements are phenomenal. They're patented, as an example, right? So um, um, essential oils, all kinds of consumables as well, and and 550 plus products now, and now they will go to beef with no antibiotics, no steroids, delivered to your doorstep. So if you're in Canada or the US, make sure you go to tomahawkswitch.com, and then select rick b2t ministries and somebody from my team i actually makes most of the initial calls uh, will be we'll be be giving you a ring to show you how this works i think you'll really enjoy it um, not time consuming at all but beautiful way to fight in an economic warfare right TomahawkSwitch.com. please go there and help fight the economic battle here's uh, rep- representative marjorie taylor green suggests national divorce on president's day Now, this is interesting. This is not the place we need to go at all, I believe, but she's basically the Georgia Congresswoman calls for separate by red states and blue
2: states.
0: (laughs) And she's got a good point. I know we're sick of this, right? And she actually said this uh, here in uh, I'm going to go down to the actual tweet. It says we need a national divorce. We need a separate by red states and blue states. We need to separate by red states and blue states and shrink the federal government. Yeah, now I agree with shrink the federal government, but we're not going to let them take our blue states away, guys. I'm sorry. I'm going to go this. So you have. She says, "Everyone I talk to says this. From the sick and disgusting woke culture issued issue shoved down our throats to the democratic tra- tra- traitorous American last policies, we are done." So these American last policies are are just absolutely correct, right? That we have. Um, so I think she's just making a point here by being dramatic. But the whole point is, is that we are going to take back California. We're going to take back Detroit, Michigan, right? We're going to take back New York. We're not giving that to the cabal. Sorry, <laughs> to have to disagree with you on this one, Marjorie. But I think she's making a point that the that we have got to fight this battle now. And there's there's no going back, right? And uh, the only way we're going to win is understanding it's a spiritual battle, putting on your armor of God, and thirdly, making sure you know your authority in Christ. You do those three things, the devil is in trouble because the body of Christ raises up and the Lord will have this happen a lot quicker but he wants us involved he's not gonna take the cabal out without us he, he's we're his body right he's the head and we're his body so he's basically empowering us wake up wake up fight fight this spiritual battle so again those three three steps I always talk about is, is make it understand it's a spiritual battle. Right? Just, just, just as uh, Ephesians six twelve says, it says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the evil, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So that's where the battle is. It's a spiritual battle. Number one, number two, put on your armor of God, Ephesians ten through eighteen. Ephesians 6, 8 through 10, right? That is beautiful. That, that, is, that is where you put on your belt of truth and your breastplate of righteousness and your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace and you take your, up your shield of faith that seems all the flaming arrows got your helmet of salvation and your sword of the spirit. And it also says to pray in the spirit. On all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests and with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. That is a, put that on every day. And then you use that authority in Christ. You, and, and you're basically praying down this cabal and you're praying in the remnant you're praying down the cabal praying in the remnant, down the cabal by the power of the name above all names guys this is an exciting time that you don't need to dread at all this is a time that you get to be in the battle with the Lord and he comes down as the Lion of Judah and he sends us angels of all rankings and divisions and we get to be with that in the spiritual battle how beautiful how fun, we're not going to give this country to him. I'm sorry guys San Francisco reconsiders a boycott of conservative states. It's adding ten to twenty percent to their cost. <laughs> so they're they're doing all this silly stuff of trying to boycott uh, uh, conservative states and you know what what contractors they'll use if they're coming from these other states. And it's just it's just backfired on them. It's kind of funny to see how some of these liberal agendas happen. Hey guys, I'm going to go into a Bible teaching, but don't leave because this Bible teaching uh, actually. We're going to apply it to today. I lo- that's what I love to do is because I believe that's what God's words there for. You can always just go, you can skim across the Bible and read it in three, or, you know, in one year, right, type thing, or you can just, t- just take in one book and just go deep and deep and deep, and you're never going to hit the bottom. The the word of God is is so cool. you you'll read something that you read a year ago or six months ago. And it'll hit you in a different way, and you realize how it applies to your life and to our situation as a whole, in this country, or as patriots, or as Christians. In um, and, and so we're going to dig into um, what what I, I do these little Bible plans on Bible.com, the you version. You can download on your on your phone, or you can download um, it. I mean, you can just go to Bible.com, Bible.com, or you version on your phone, right? And I go to these plans, and I've been doing these Bible stories, right? We've given you tons of Bible stories in the Old Testament. We've gone over all of Isaac, Abraham, what happened to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, right, and all the way through the history of Joseph, all the way into the conquest, and obviously the Red Sea. And uh, we've pulled that all together. And before that, I, I did a lot of stuff over over on Esther. We went through the Book of Esther, the 17th book of the Bible. All these Old Testament stories that apply to today, right, as as well as the rebuilding of the temple. Um, all that with Nehemiah and many others. And so now I'm moving a little bit more into the New Testament to talk about the stories there of Jesus. And we do that a lot on Wednesday, um, Friday night, Word and Worship, where we're going over the book of John. Um, But I'm going to go over Luke 15 today. And it's it's one of the stories in this Bible stories, New Testament season one. So I've gone through them all, but I'm holding this out to so I can get back to it and show you guys um, some things. There's also a Bible stories in the Gospel of Mark, right? There's a Bible stories Old Testament as well. I'm, I went to the second, the second season two of that. Um, so, you know, I also go over a one year chronological Bible, which is something that I think you guys might enjoy, where you get to the plan, and then when you go there, you know, um, like I'm I'm a little ahead because I like to go ahead and listen and pray about this stuff. But you can see each day it shows you here's the scriptures to to read, and and you can actually have it read to you is a beautiful thing. So you don't know how to pronounce something? No problem. You got the Bible reading to your to you, right? So I just encourage you to be always in some type of plan. Now I'm in three or four at a time. And sometimes I might want to lapse a little bit as I'm focusing on another one or but just be in the word. That's what he's asked us to do. In order for us to keep focused, we have to be in his word. It's the living word of God. So so take that as a huge privilege, especially compared to to China, where it's outlawed to have it, right? Or all these other areas, these Muslim countries, where they they persecute you if you have this. Treat that as a pearl of great price, a huge treasure that you have, and make sure that you're in that each day. And this, I'm just giving you one example to show you what I do to make sure that I stay in the Word, right? And that is the, and then I also use BibleMemory.com, and before I go to bed at night, I'm always doing three or four memory verses, right? And that it rotates. It's a beautiful way. Um, to get God's word in your heart. So what, what I'm gonna go over now is what was in the plan on, on, on uh, the, just, like, just to show you where I am, is in here, the New Testament stories, and in, I think it's like the 10th or 12th day. It's on Luke 15. And this is the parable of the lost sheep. It's got multiple, three parables, all pointing to one thing that really applies to today. And with that, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna play a little bit of background music. Uh, I'm so excited about this that we have uh, we have uh, some new background music that that's been created for for us and a beautiful video associated with it. Too. You can just listen to this all day, and um, and then new songs that are coming with the lyrics that we'll get into praise and prayer here in about 10-12 minutes. Right, we'll get into that. But first, I'm going to go over. Uh, you guys can tell me if that music's too loud. That's one of the feedbacks I'm trying to get in the various platforms. Like, uh, how's the music compared to me speaking? in Facebook and and Rumble, our two of our big platforms, uh, Clout backstage, right? So we've adjusted that uh, several times already. So I'm hoping that is good as we dig into the Word of God. Again, this is the living Word of God. So so don't take this lightly, it applies to today. So let's dig into Luke 15. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to Him, talking about Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. This is the self-righteous behavior that you see from the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They were the religious leaders. Remember, they're not doing the services. They're the ones that are enforcing um, the Jewish law in the Roman under, under the Romans, right? And teaching scriptures and memorizing scriptures. Yet... And that's what I really want everybody, applying it today again, is, is Julie and many other prophetic words that have, Julie's words, manners, and many others, Rob and Bullock, are clearly saying there's going to be two divisions. It's not just those who know Christ and who don't, but within those who know Christ, there's going to be a division between the remnant and those that are being religious and legalistic like the Pharisees and Sadducees. And be careful, we always, we always think, well, those Pharisees and Sadducees were evil people Maybe not. Maybe they were just really religious people that got caught up in the wrong thing. like this thing about Nicodemus going to Jesus by night. So, so some of these people were probably really good people and they got caught in man-made doctrines. And I believe we have man-made doctrines of today the they are different than the Pharisees and Sadducees. So man-made doctrines are things like there's no prophets anymore. They ceased. That's just the doctrine of man. Just saying that there's no there's no healing anymore miraculous supernatural events anymore. They seized. That is a man-made doctrine. Um, That that, uh, signs, miracles, signs, miracles, healings. They talk about the nine gifts of the Spirit. The nine gifts that He's given us as gifts. He's not going to take those away. Are you kidding me? we got the gift of healing. The gift of miracles, signs, and wonders. We have the gift of prophecy. And it's, and it's giving it right to us now. And there's remnant that sees it. So make sure you don't fall into that. If you're in a church that's teaching that stuff, you you need to consider where you're going. This is an important time to understand where the remnant is, where the most activity is, and where I see people being saved, and where I see people literally, I mean, um, in big numbers, being delivered and being healed. They're, they're the Julie Green's ministry, and the Blessed Teach ministry, and the and the um, Julie, um, Amanda Grace Ministries and Robert Bullock's Ministries; those are the ones that are we're seeing the Lord work. And look at this—look at this huge revival at the college. It's a bunch of students running it. It's not—it's not these heavyweight evangelical. That's where I came from. I grew up in the evangelical church. I didn't realize how judgmental I was until I really started seeing everything happen. I had to come out of that and come into what God's word really say? So, so this is, I believe, why this is applies to today. Because many of us in this legalistic religion, religious area that think it's cessation theology are like the Pharisees and Sadducees of that day. They're going to miss the miracles. They're going to miss it. So be careful. And all these people pointing at all these prophets and saying they're false prophets. When you got Noah Harari sitting there talking about transhumanism. They're pointing their fingers in the wrong direction. So, he told this parable. This is what Jesus said. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the 99 in the open country and go out to ones that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. Now, this just reminds me that the sheep must have been exhausted, right? As he puts it on his shoulders and he's rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me! I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. What a great story about the Pharisees' attitude to be seen in these sinners, people coming to Jesus. They should be rejoicing, instead, they're grumbling. The parable lost coin, or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and seek diligently until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me! I have found the coin that I have lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Probably the most famous parable is next, the prodigal son. All of us um, may have been a prodigal, may know a prodigal, or literally have a kid that's a prodigal right now. And this uh, part of this is the is the hope that we have. Uh, And I just remember there's one of my memory verses is is all about and raise him up in the way, and and when he's old he will not depart. Right. So the the whole point that this is this is a, a uh, how how heaven thinks and people who think they don't need to repent are self righteous are often into that legalistic and religious area and are danger because they may get so proud that not even repenting. And that's the first step toward really having a relationship with Christ and being accepted into heaven and used in a mighty way as his remnant. You have to be repentful of your sins. So the parable this prodigal son says And he said there was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Likely, probably a teenager that um, wasn't married, based on the story. We know that. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into the far country, and there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, so this thing he spent everything. This thing, this is probably a pretty wealthy man. He and, and one one thing to look at this: the father actually gave him the rope to hang himself, if you will. Right? He basically said, if "You're going to go away from me." So it's like this son to turn away from God. So you you almost see this uh, father figure being like like uh, the father in heaven, right? And you see this uh, the son almost being like these sinners that he's coming are coming to Jesus now and obviously the younger son is gonna be the representative of the Pharisees and all these it's kind of representing what Jesus is literally dealing with right now and I believe what we're dealing with now with this religious and legalistic mindset right and we see and and that when he had spent everything literally all his inheritance I see a famine arose in that country and he began to in need so he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country who sent him into the fields to feed pigs. So he's in a Gentile area. So he's always already in an an area where he's working for Gentiles, right? And now he's having to feed pigs, which is one of the unclean animals. So this time that Jesus was telling us, this is like one of the worst of the worst situations you could be in, right? you basically squandered all your money. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate. And no one gave him anything. So this thing about this, all his friends from the past, you know, or people he was he when he had that money was probably popular. And now no one gave him anything. So come God brings us to these lowest points, right? When he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's higher servants have more than enough bread? And I perish here with hunger? When it says came to himself, it's almost like this is the repentance finally starting to come, right? And uh, one reason you can really know why he repented is this next few statements: "Is I will rise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you." He's realizing this sin. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. So that is true repentance. You can see coming to this younger son right now. he probably took a third of his dad's wealth, squandered all, nearly dying of starvation. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he rose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and, and felt compassion. So you can equate this to the Lord God Almighty seeing somebody turning from sin and coming to him. And ran and embraced him and kissed him. And older people back then in the, in the culture, was, it was not proper to run. Uh, and, and so it's just really cool to see, you know, this, this is probably hitting it back in that culture. Um, the, his audience of the tax collectors and these sinners that are with him, and he's grumbling, Sadducees and Pharisees. And he's telling the story. And he embraced and kissed him. He's so excited. He's accepting him back in. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and, and before you. I am no longer worthy to be your son. And he doesn't even get to finish the rest of what he was going to tell him from above, right? It says, but the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fattened calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate the fattened calves were always safe for special occasions right and so the the younger son was not expecting this but this is this my son was dead and he is alive again he was lost and is found and they began to celebrate and that is a, a pretty cool story for for this acceptance right you can just equate that to the father accepting a sinner coming so even this evil cabal, they haven't given up their souls completely, right? And and some of these evil people may repent, and and God maybe would obviously forgive them if they do. Most of them are too far gone, but many of them are blackmailed and may be coming to us And Robin Bullock's even having prophetic words come to him that many people that are going to be coming to the Lord and leading some of this revival, leading some of this great harvest are going to be pierced people and tattooed people and damaged people right um, Cowboys you' talking about rednecks maybe right all these type of different people that are that, that these religious legalistic people may be rejected right so we got to be extremely careful as we let God do his work. Now the older son was in the field and he came and drew near to the house he heard music and dancing and he called one of his servants and asked what these things meant. He said to him your brother has come and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has received him back safe and sound all rejoiceful just like the other two parables right for rejoicing but he was angry and refused to go in his father came out and entreated him but he answered his father look these many years I have served you I've never disobeyed your command yet you never gave me a young goat that I may celebrate with your friends We can can equate that to the Pharisees' attitude right now. Look at these sinners coming to Jesus. How dare they, right? Or seeing Gentiles later. Later, we see some examples of that, the Pharisees and the Sadducees not accepting the fact that Gentiles can come into the kingdom of God. That was the attitude of the son. But when the son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him? And he said to him, son, now look at, interesting that, he says, but the son of yours, he doesn't even call him his brother. He can see the self-righteousness, the condemnation, the lack of forgiveness coming through. That's what happens when we have a religious spirit, a legalistic spirit. So we have to be extremely careful about that. I'm begging any of you who have really followed the Lord diligently and, and, and are maybe even like the Sadducees and Pharisees memorize memorized scriptures be careful, of man-made doctrines. Be careful to let God do what He's going to do without your judgment, without condemning, without thinking you're better than anybody else. We all are sinful and deserve punishment. We all it's, it's all equal at the, the foot of the cross. Every one of us. We have to come to the foot of the cross and repentance. And the father said back to her. Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. He's saying, Son, you should be worshiping. He called him Son. So he wanted even Jesus here, the Pharisees and Sadducees, to come and understand you should be celebrating this. So let's celebrate as he brings in the pierced and the tattoos and the LGBT community repents and comes in or all these different types of tattered people and rednecks or whatever that we cannot be judgmental as we see God move. I believe this is what's going to happen at this point in time. And we need to be prepared for that. And that's Luke 15. beautiful three examples of how we can become low, soul legalistic and realistic that we are literally grumbling when we should be rejoicing. So let's rejoice as these progressives repent and come to us. Let's rejoice when these people have lived terrible lifestyles and look different and, and talk different. Come to the Lord. Let's accept them. Let's, let's pray for them. Let's be the remnant that God has brought us up to be. Let's see the miracle signs and wonders and healings and keep focused where we need to be focused. And that focus is on the Word of God, the living Word of God. That focus is on the kingdom that can't be shaken. That focus is spending time with Him and worshiping Him. And that's what we're gonna do right now. We're gonna spend the next 90 minutes for the you backstage, 60 minutes for those you front stage here. We're just gonna start worshiping Him with all these songs. And I invite you to just put everything away for the next hour, hour and a half, right? And just worship Him and hear praise reports. And we're also going to pray for you. If you have prayer requests, get them into the into the into Facebook or Rumble. Those are the two areas I can see right now, as well as backstage. And we will pray for you near the end of this. But let's first just focus on Him. Focus on just. For and we're gonna also relate everything to Scripture, which is an important thing to do as well. So, for instance, this Revelation song, we're gonna get into these here. And here is uh, these phrases that come in the song. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. We're gonna sing this. Saying, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. You can see how this song points to Revelation 5.12. And it says, talks about singing a new song to him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. Just think about heaven's mercy seat. It was on Exodus 25, seven, talks about it being on top of the ark, right? And Jesus sits there now as he's our intermediary. So you can see here in Revelation 5, it says, the four living creatures and 24 elders fell down before the lamb and they sang a new song. That's what this first part of this is this talking about. And it talks about the mercy seat here. You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold and you shall put his mercy seat on the top of the ark. There I will meet you. In Exodus 25, God meets us at the mercy seat. God meets us through Jesus now. In Hebrews 9, it says, But when Christ appeared as high priest, he entered once and for all to the holy places, where the ark was, right? And by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. So when he talks about Jesus sitting on the heaven's mercy seat, that's how we God comes and sees us, who was and is and is to come. I am the Alpha and Omega, says the Lord, who is and was and who is to come. Almighty, out of Revelation one and with all creation we are going to sing. I sing praises to the King of kings, right? And I heard every creature in heaven and on air and on earth and under earth. We just can go back just slightly under the earth and in the sea and in that is them saying to him who sits on the throne and the lamb to be blessing the honor and glory and might forever and ever out of right out of a relation 5.13 that's what we're just singing about right here is worthy is the lamb worship with me
3: worthy is the lamb First name
0: the scripture here as well that we reviewed beforehand and that plays throughout the song. Sometimes you might want to just pause it and just read that scripture and associate these songs with scripture. And I don't know if uh, somebody else would like to read any of these going forward, but I'll read this one. But after that, I'd like to get some volunteers to, to read these. But we're going to go to the next song, which is Graves to Gardens, one of my favorite songs. talks about kinds of things one you may know that there is no one like the lord our god right when it's talking about nothing is better than you it also talks about i count everything in loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing christ jesus my lord philippians 4 8 it says you turn mourning into dancing and you give beauty for ashes i just love that psalm 30 11 says you have turned for me my mourning into dancing Isaiah sixty one says, To give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. Talks about turning bones into armies right out of Ezekiel thirty seven. He says, So I prophesied, and behold the rattling, the bones came together, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet an exceedingly great army. As God had Ezekiel breathe into the bones. He literally took dead bones and turned them into living exceedingly great army and is says you turn seeds into highways where Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord drove the sea back and the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground oh, you gotta love that so let's worship to this beautiful song called graves to garden This is a time when we're going to talk a little bit about our testimonies, right, or our praise reports. Alright, so one thing that we haven't done on this show uh, before is really talk about testimonies as well, so I'm encouraging anybody that wants to kind of share how God saved them. Sometimes it's one of the most powerful witnesses there is, right? Um, but we're going to get into praise reports, any testimonies that are out there uh, backstage, but also type them in if you have on Facebook or Rumble. And we'll read those as well, any praise reports, what's God doing in your life that's amazing, right? I'm gonna start with Rebecca, but Rebecca, go ahead. Well, today was
4: a very interesting day. Several days ago, we had a neighbor come over and they have a tracker for their cat. And they told us she's been missing three days. And it was showing that the cat was in our yard. Well, we went through the garage and the shed and all around the house, couldn't find the cat, so. I said, well, I'll mention it to my husband when he comes home and the kids see if they've seen her. So when my son-in-law came in today, I told him what was going on and I told the two boys and they said, we think we saw it on the the roof. So we looked around and my son-in-law went all around outside and then he came in the house and went through the different rooms figuring just, you know, it's crazy, but we'll try. We got a hit in our bathroom. So we're like, where can the cat be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we couldn't hear any meowing or anything. So um, the owners went outside and they could hear it, the, the pinging back from the, um, the little thing that they have on our collar. Right. Anyways, um, there's also been reports of somebody in our neighborhood has been poisoning cats so we were really concerned at this wow. point mm-hmm. and um, so they finally heard a meow and we finally located her and she was in the soffit we thought oh. so this is on the outside of the house along the roof line the soffit there
2: oh. so we're
4: like how are we going to get the cat out how did it even get in there but anyways so We told them, you know, they could go ahead and pull it apart. And my daughter said, if it costs something to, you know, get something replaced, I'll pay for it because, you know, we don't want a cat to die in there. Yeah. And so we we had, we prayed, you know, in between the in and out and looking for the cat. Mm -hmm. We've prayed several times and, you know, declared that I, uh, anyways, they, they, they got the soffit open. And they took a picture with the cat, their phone camera, and the cat was way down in under some pipes. Wow! So in the wall now. So we're like, how are we going to get a cat out without destroying the house? <laughs> <laughs> so I said, God, you're the waymaker. I'm going to count on you to figure out, you know, how we're going to save this cat because you know we don't want the cat to die, and these people, you know, we don't want them to lose their cat. So ended up they my husband removed a mirror and made a hole in behind the mirror where the mirror was and they got down in and they rescued the cat she was still alive after these three and a half days here wow they took her home and i guess she's doing okay so praise god he answered the prayers we found her which was a miracle to begin with where she was located and then we were able to get in and get her out
0: Great. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Everything's back together. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. And and again, answered prayers for things like that are are joyous times for us, right? So thank you, Rebecca. Uh, Go ahead, Terry. Okay, is
5: the microphone working?
0: It is. Woo!
5: Okay, cool.
0: I never know if it's
5: going to work or not. Mm -hmm. Um, My praise report is just a global general... (laughs) Praise report for all of the positive stuff that's going on in the world with all of the revival that's going on in the world. Yeah. It brings such joy and peace to my heart. And God is just so good and gracious. He has said that people were going to start flocking. It's happening, it's not going to cease. And I am just ecstatic and so thankful that God's hand is moving for us, and that He loves us this much.
0: Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you so much. Asbury College is amazing. I went back and actually saw, watched a video from what happened in the 1970s, way back at that college. And it was really interesting to see um, how similar that is, just 100% student-led, just Holy Spirit-driven, cool stuff going on. Pam, go ahead.
6: I just wanted to let you know that y'all prayed for my cat Chrissy when my car was broke down and couldn't get her to the vet. For him, I mean, and um, he was really getting sickly. Well, I got him to the vet as soon as I got my car back. Come to find out that he is a diabetic cat, and we were—they um, kept him for a couple nights to get him, got him rehydrated, started him on insulin. And uh, it, it's been a couple of days since he's been back, and he's doing a whole lot better. He's moving better. Um, he's drinking now. So praise God. Thank you for your prayers. I mean, I was hoping to catch it when Amanda was on, but I didn't get it till the backstage. But, you know, I just want to thank everybody for their prayers, and I definitely want to thank God for His hand in all of this.
0: That's awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, that is that is beautiful to, to just to be able to see. Even, even our animals are so precious to us, right? So beautiful to be able to just uh, see those two examples. And so we have somebody else. Let me see who that is. That is, that is Michael. Go ahead. Can you unmute Michael? Or is it Michelle? Sorry, I don't have my glasses on. (laughs) So there, Michael Latava. Uh, You go ahead and unmute. I don't know if you can unmute. Hello. you got it how are you uh, good I had a question
1: um, you were talking about um, Alex Jones earlier in your message uh-huh. and I had a question regarding that I know that he was recently on um, the show with Pastor Dave um, like maybe a couple of weeks ago uh-huh. and what I'm asking is do we trust him
0: yeah so so we do want to kind of keep this to praise and prayer here um, so, uh, we have Q, we'll have Q and A's on other different nights that I'll kind of address that, but my, my personal, uh, uh, is no, right. Controlled opposition. I called up by Q, etc. but you know, God says not to judge. Uh, so we gotta be a little careful of that. Right. <laughs> so, but that's my personal opinion. Just FYI. Right. So but, I just
6: wanted to raise the concern. Um, so just so you know,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I know, I know, um, He's also been on the Reawaken tour, but I believe many people on the Reawaken tour are potentially controlled opposition as well. You know, you just can't, you don't know. They're, they're very, very good at what they do. But what we can do is just stay focused on the Lord God Almighty. And that's kind of what we're gonna do right now is just go ahead and continue to just worship him. Rebecca, if you wouldn't mind reading this, thank you for the question, Michael, but let's focus right now on praise reports. Um, we're gonna do communion by the way so if you guys wouldn't mind getting your um, getting your um, bread and some drink of some sort so in about I don't know 15 minutes or so I'm gonna have to go grab my bread too I forgot it so we'll do a quick communion service too that I think uh, would just be, be, be just glorifying him right hey but appreciate appreciate Michael appreciate Pam appreciate Terry appreciate you guys all on the backstage here um, and again, right now, we're gonna move in, so we're getting into communion after a couple more songs, and then we'll move into praying for each individual. We love you guys so much. And uh, with Rebecca, if you wouldn't mind taking this one, this, we're, we're gonna go all the way back to, to um, raise a hallelujah. Here we go. We
4: raise a hallelujah. Hallelujah, meaning a joyous praise in song, and Yah refers to Yahweh, God. But together, we joyfully praise God in song. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Psalm 95, verse one. In the presence of our enemies, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Psalm 23 verse 5. Our weapon is a melody. He appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army. And then they began to sing and praise. The Lord set an ambush against the men who had come against Judah so that they were routed and they helped to destroy one another second chronicles 20 verses 21 to 23.
0: yeah i'll map back up a little bit for the last one sorry about that go ahead
4: For heaven comes to fight for me you shall not fear them for it is the lord your god who fights for you deuteronomy 3 22.
0: awesome thank you rebecca
7: weapon is a melody i raise a hallelujah heaven comes to fight for me
0: don't know if we had another reader in the house but uh, Rebecca would you mind doing one more as we dig in the mighty to save no problem and then we'll do the communion so get your uh, elements ready for communion
4: my God is mighty to save the Lord your God is in your midst a mighty one who will save Zephaniah 3 verse 17a he rose and conquered the grave Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, and that he appeared to Caiaphas, then to the 12. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers, one at a time, most of whom are still alive, 1 Corinthians 15, verses three to six. Shine your light and let the whole world see. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Let your light shine before others. Matthew 5, verses 14 to 16.
0: Yeah, how beautiful to let our our light shine before others. This is mighty to save. Really celebrating how Christ rose and conquered the grave for us. we're going to go into um, communion now. So uh, get your elements. Um, I'm going to read a couple of things before we get started so I'll give you a little bit of time to go get your elements but this is one thing we'd like to do is I don't know, every about one or twice a month to make sure we're really doing the Lord's Supper right that communion to actually knowing that what he meant when he's in the Last Supper. right? It was really if you think about it, the Passover meal before he was crucified. Very important time. I did want to read another, I think it was kind of a praise request from Shuri. He said, replying to Blessed Teach. He did so much amazing things I can write the book about at the first. The first major one was my salvation. And then Satan attack. I want to divorce it was my childhood in Christianity and questioning why and comparing between Christianity and Islam. So my husband, after two years praying and fasting, canceled the divorce and came home. But that time I knew who is truly Jesus is. So after 15 years, three years ago, I lost my husband. He went to be with the Lord, but I was so devastated how I'm going to live. Can I stay in the house and so many things else? The Holy Spirit said it to me. You don't be a beggar. I will show the kingdom and I promise. And now it's three years past and I'm in the house. He provided everything for me. He is awesome. <laughs> right from uh, the Facebook account. So Shuri, obviously we were wondering uh, whether it was female, it was a female name. Thank you, Shuri, for just, uh, just uh, how God rescued you from Islam and into um, the true Jesus, right, is, which is the Son of God. It's one thing I talk about a lot is the Bible clearly states that Jesus was God in flesh, not just a prophet. He didn't give us that choice, actually. He basically accepted worship, which is only God should do. He, he forgave sins, which only God should do. And he also said, before Abraham, I am, saying that he was alive before any of the prophets before anybody, because He was never created. He was God in flesh. He was there at creation. He is the Alpha and Omega. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords that came here in flesh. How beautiful that is. And so thank you, Sherry, for that great testimony to how God saved you and even provided you as Jehovah Rapha. I mean, Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh, He's your provider. Jehovah Rapha is your healer as well, obviously. But Jehovah Jireh, um, what a beautiful, beautiful thing. She didn't want a divorce. Somebody else filed for divorce, but it, it, he restored that marriage. Then even after um, he, he lost her husband, he was able to keep the house. What a great, great testimony. I see another one here from Rami Pearson, I think it is. Um, it said, oh, oh uh, amen, and Rick. And I think this was Anne, if I remember right. I pray for wisdom and discernment in all things. Jeremiah 33 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. So that's, uh, I think it was Anne just praising the Lord there on Rumble Rants. So we appreciate everybody's giving us feedback. We're about ready to do communion right now. And so get your elements, finalize that. And now uh, after that, we're gonna sing a few more songs and then we'll pray for you. So get your prayer request in next, right? So if you have a, anything type of cracker or any type of juice, um, we will get ready to do the, the, the that right now and um, tell you what's a huge privilege to be able to just celebrate this in open in many countries you can't do that right and uh, we have the Bible and the Word of God plus we have this so Jesus said I am the bread of life all who come to me shall not hunger and all who believe in me shall not thirst so with Christians around the world and throughout the centuries We gather around these symbols of bread and wine, simple elements that speak of nourishment and transformation. Obviously, it can be any type of bread, any type of drink. Let us pray. Um, And before I get into that, I'm gonna just back up one time. It's important to know um, before you do communion that yet you, you really need to make sure that you are saved and your heart is right, right? So, so Again, this is for believers in Christ. So um, Do that only if you are a believer in Christ and secondly, it just set your heart right and just repent Make sure your heart is right before him right now. I'm just going to do a few minutes of silence as we just Do that and repent All of us are sinful, but you know what he forgives us. He has great mercy Thank you, Lord. to let us pray. Loving God, we thank you that you are as close to us as breath, and your love is constant and unfailing. We thank you for all that sustains life, and especially for Jesus Christ, who teaches us how to live out an ethic of justice and peace, and for the promise of transformation made manifest in his life, death, and resurrection. We ask you to bless this bread and this cup through this meal. Make us the body of Christ, that we may join with you in promoting the well-being of all creation. Amen. So we remember on the night when Jesus and his disciples had their last meal together, Jesus took the bread and he gave thanks. And again, they did this in in a group setting, almost like a family around a table, right? Sharing the bread. Very big custom within the Jewish area. So he said, Jesus took the bread, gave thanks, and gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body, which was broken for you. Take it. Eat it. As often as you do, remember me. Let's take the bread now. In the symbol of broken bread, we participate in the life of Christ and dedicate ourselves to being his disciples. In the same way, he took the cup, and after giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Drink this, all of you. This cup is the new covenant, poured out for you and for many. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Let's take a cup. Mm. In the symbol of the cup, we participate in the new life Christ brings. Let us pray. We give thanks, loving God, that you have refreshed us at your table. Strengthen our faith. Thank you. Increase our love for one another as we been fed by the seed that became grain and then became bread may we go out into the world to plant seeds of justice, transformation and hope Amen Jesus, Amen With that we're going to move into another song Um, There's many beautiful songs and we're going to be coming with like 30 or 40 of these songs as we have a videographer putting video behind these attaching scripture to each and every one a bunch of volunteers are helping. So here's uh here's this. This is bless the Lord my soul. Let me know if there's another reader besides Rebecca. Uh, oh Di does this. this. die would you mind reading this? Sure. Bless
2: the Lord of my soul. I worship your holy
7: name.
2: I <clears throat> bless the Lord of my soul and all that it is within me. Bless his holy name. Psalm 103 Verse 1. You are rich in love and slow to anger. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power. Nahum 1 3a. Your name is great. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great, and your name is great in light. Jeremiah 10:6. Sing like never before, O my soul. Worship his holy name. Sing praises to the Lord. O you, his saints,
0: and give thanks to his holy name. Psalm 30, verse 4. Awesome. So here we go singing mm-hmm. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord,
7: O my soul. Oh my soul. Worship his holy name. Sing like never. Your holy name. Mm-hmm. The sun comes up, it's a new day, dawning. It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass, and whatever lies before.
0: Awesome. Before I get to how great is our God, I just wanted to read a couple Linda uh, th- Linda's saying. Ever since February 14th, 23, there's been a lot God has been telling for praise reports. It's hard to pick one. Things are coming really fast. I love Linda just uh, just loving life and be, really be able to see that. I've been asking God to heal my marriage. God put me and my husband together. God knows. So I love that. Nothing's better than the power of a praying wife you know, when it comes to marriages. I can tell you that. That is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And um, we're just going to continue to marinate a little bit on uh, on this as we get to some prayer requests. So, if, so we need many prayer requests out there right now. we got one with die backstage. just let us know if you have a prayer request as well. We're probably going to do this hour and a half all live front stage, just because of communion, I wanted to make sure we did that front stage, and, but we can't miss the prayer report, prayer prayer requests. For those of you on Facebook and Rumble, make sure, just type us what we can pray for you. The Spirit of God's flowing right now, and it's a beautiful time for you have these prayer warriors backstage praying for you. So let us know what we can pray for. Meanwhile, we're going to move to how great is our God. And I don't know, Pam, if you can see, the want to read, or sure. if, uh, maybe we just do die again? Sure. Okay, so we're going to go to How Great Is Our God, so let's uh, talk about scripture and how it relates to this great, great song.
6: How great is our God. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great, and your name is great in might. Jeremiah 10, 6. The beginning and the end. It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Revelation 21, 6a. The Lion and the Lamb, weep no more. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has conquered. Revelation 5, 5. And he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, John 1, 36. Name above all names. Therefore, God has highly Exalted, exalted him, exalted him <laughs> and bestowed on him the name that is above every name sorry somebody popped up right over the word.
0: words yeah. <laughs> please mute when people are reading
6: uh, Philippians 2:9.
0: thank you so much that is so awesome so now we're just going to marinate on these scriptures as we just sing how great is our God the
7: splendor of Clothed in majesty, let all the earth rejoice. All the earth rejoice. He wraps himself in light, and darkness tries to hide, it trembles at his voice trembles at his voice How great is our God Sing with me How great is our God See how great, how great is our God?
0: Beautiful. Is that not beautiful? Right now, we're going to dig, um, go in a little bit more into um, some prayer. So we got Lois, as you know, who is not here tonight, which makes me a little concerned. I know she was doing a little bit better on Friday and her, and her husband, Bill, um, and the fact that they're not here, I had, did not have a chance to catch up with them Sunday or Monday, so I'd really like to lift them up, and Then we'll lift up Di's request here too. So I was going to ask Rebecca, would you mind just lifting up Bill, Lois's husband, and uh, they're both very, very ill, both close in the hospital, and she didn't have the strength to get Bill to the hospital, so it was a really stressful situation. seems to be doing a little better Saturday, but um, Rebecca, would you mind doing that?
4: Sure. Heavenly Father, we come before you tonight, and we praise your name, and we thank you that you hear our prayers and that you're listening for us to ask for what our Father can do for us. You have a servant. Lois and her husband Bill. They love you dearly and they're going through some difficult times with their health. And Jesus, we know you are the healer of all healers. We just ask that you spread your blood over each of them and renew and strengthen their bodies, build them up, give them energy, problems that are overcoming them. We ask that you just your your healing love over them and surround them with love and light and we ask this in the name of Jesus we thank you that they will be healed and that they'll be with us again soon backstage in Jesus name amen
0: amen thank you so much and um, we have a praise report here too that I see on a couple places we have one on backstage as well as on uh, Rumble Rants. This is Ramy again. I think this is Ann. and person says, Praise report, my son-in-law Adam is home from stroke, doing awesome in rehab, an hour on the treadmill. Thank you B2T for praying. Adam was blessed to know you were praying over our country. So uh, maybe we just continue to lift up Adam and so I was trying to think if uh, let me get back to to the background music here a little bit. Um, and so I was thinking, to see, see who who's who's out there playing with her. Friend? Annette, maybe would you mind just praying for Adam, who's in rehab, and as and uh, son-in-law.
6: Okay. And his and
0: his yes, boy, so- He's also he's also just uh, giving us a praise report. And, and thankful for BGT for praying for our country. So go ahead.
8: <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, we thank you, Father, that we can be here in the name of Jesus. That is above every other names. And we lift up Adam to you. And we ask you that you will bless him and that you will help him in his situation at the rehab clinic. Uh, you know what's going on there and uh, we just ask you that you will do what you need to do with your power and might father in and with your Holy Spirit that you will just come and fill him and bless that man Adam and uh, we also ask you that you will uh, help uh, America uh, to uh, come back to you Father God and uh, bring people now in this uh, revival more and more to you more and more God to Jesus and just come and flow over them all these people Father God with your might and power and we thank you in the name of Jesus amen
0: amen thank you um there's also another praise report. Mary, would you mind talking a little bit about your new job? Exciting.
9: Sorry, just moving into another room because we got the TV on.
0: That's sorry. Right. Um, from...
9: No, no. Um, so I have become, instead of a standby, a trainer and bus driving and talking about all the routes I was talking about with all the... Uh, yeah. Everything going on with how they're trying to control the kids and everything, it's just been crazy. So anyway, now I'm just a trainer, I moved to another location, and all I'm doing is training people to drive a bus, which is nice, so I don't have to deal with all the stress of all the kids and the parents and (laughs) watching what the school's doing, and it's just, it's been such a relief, so I have to drive a little bit further, but it's it's well worth it. Awesome. Much more relaxed, and I prayed about it. Me going over there, and um, it was all in God's timing for his flock. So I've been blessing a lot of people over there, which is good. And um, that's just his way of using me, so it's it's a
0: good thing. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Mary. I just love it to hear that's what backstagers praying for each other and stamp on people's lives. That's part of uh, the remnant here. praying for you as well as uh, doing these type of things.
9: Yeah, and I wasn't gonna go there if he didn't answer. It was supposed to be for me, for his block. So that's a good thing. It's just like, boom, boom, boom. It just went right through and and here I am. So that's a good thing.
0: Okay, I will mute. Thank you, Mary. That's awesome. Appreciate it. I see uh, Anne saying, I pray Psalm 107 20 over Lois and Bill. He sent his word and healed their diseases and save them from destruction. Thank you for that. So I know Debbie's asking for a prayer here. I'm gonna put in the chat backstage and see if uh, Terry could pray. It says, please pray for veterinarians to stop vaccinating our pets. Rabies is a big lie I found. Proof, I found proof. So Debbie's asking just for prayer for our pets in general and you know the vaccines there as well.
5: Our Heavenly Father, we're so grateful to be able to be here with you tonight, um, being able to lift up people and pets um, for your consideration. We just, many of us I know have pets, I have a dog, and so um, I know that we're all concerned not only about the vaccines for we humans, but also for our pets, and that um, the stuff that they may be injecting having our, our beloved pets who are like our family members um, take. We just ask that you will keep our pets healthy without that poison inside their systems. We know that um, we can call it down and by the authority of, of Jesus shed blood, we just call down all the veterinarians who are practicing medicine on our pets that are going to be harmful for them And the same as physicians and the way that they're practicing on us are harmful to us. So we just lift our pets up, every one of them, and we just call down all the evil poisoning that's happening in the world with medications for pets and humans. In the precious, mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
0: All right. Thank you so much appreciate that. I'm trying to figure out who hasn't prayed yet. Um, uh, I I, I can't remember if you prayed yet, Rebecca. I think you did. So we have Di has a prayer request here. And uh, Pam, would you mind praying for for Di? Do you see that? It says Di's request, I have prayer requests. My son-in-law's blood pressure is through the roof and has a problem with his eyes, which has rendered him blind. They say only temporary may pass in a few days. This is stressing him even further as well as my daughter. Uh, they are Toby and Laura, Laura. So would you pray for Toby and his wife Laura, Pam? I know Pam had to step away I was looking at her camera. Uh, go ahead, Linda.
8: I can relate to her because my husband died back, too. Mm-hmm. And probably the same, I pray I command that diabetes leave this man The high blood pressure and whatever problems are wrong with him. I I command that he's healed right now. I command in Jesus my name. I I just rebuke that diabetes right now. Jesus name, amen and amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much. Okay, so we're going to right now go backstage to uh, just blow the shofars and say a few more prayers for the children. We do this uh, every Tuesday and Thursday, Tuesday night and Thursday during the day for Project Children Rescue. But every night that we have a chance, we end with um, any more prayers that are, we find for each other as well as blow the shofars, bring in the uh, angels of all ranking and divisions as well can as- Can we the,
9: blow the shofars for the people that are on here instead of, as well as in backstage, so those that are here can hear that?
0: Because I think it's beautiful. <laughs> it is, is. My, my opinion. <laughs> it is beautiful. It's just that we're way past time that we're that so we won't have any backstage if we don't get back there. <laughs> uh, so, see, I see. I was prayed for a couple months ago for a lower back injury, and I'm healed now. Says Michael um, from uh, backstage here. Uh, thank you, Michael. Hey, Michael, do you want to unmute and just kind of share a little bit about that? Hey. I don't know I just read it, but it's always nice to cool this for the people to see see your face if you don't mind. I don't know if he can unmute or not. It's not easiest to, to thing to do on the phone. It looks like he hit the wrong. Hello? button. Hello. Uh, there you are. Gotcha.
3: Um,
1: yeah. No. Um,
0: it was it was bad for like um, like a couple of weeks from the time kind
1: of that it happened, but I was able to get back to work. Uh, like um, after a couple of weeks of being gone. It still wasn't fully recovered, um, you know, when I went back, but it just eventually got better.
0: hmm Awesome, that is great. Well, that's that's why we pray, right? That's the that's a beautiful thing about this. And so, Michael, thank you for sharing. And that's a beautiful thing about uh, being backstage. We're really looking at. I, I've studied the the way they were doing revivals back in the 1970s at Ashbury, and what they're doing now in the format. And we really want to kind of open that up so there's going to be some changes here in the next week or so on this program just to make it a little more flexible for people to people from um, front stage even to come on backstage and give their testimonies or give uh, their praise reports or even ask for prayer so i'll be i'll be working with my team and rolling out something that's a little more flexible in god's timing and along those lines mary made suggestions so we'll we'll go ahead and do what what uh, she suggested and that is blow the shofars here as well and um, we'll still go backstage right after right after this but it's a beautiful way to end by just um, praying for specific things and then asking the the, the Lord God um, to come down at the line of Judah and angels of all rankings of vision that's why the main thing I'd like to really focus on when I'm blowing the shofar um, but it could be other things. But let me just lift this up real quick and then we'll blow the shofars before we go backstage um, alone here. But Heavenly Father, just uh, thank you so much for this wonderful night. I come to agree with all these prayers, especially for the prayers for Lois and Bill. I know they're deathly sick. They're beautiful backstage members. Uh, Lois is such a huge volunteer to this organization. Lord, we just pray that the enemy that tries to attack any spiritual attack will be removed by the mighty name of jesus the name above all names lord we just lift them up right now and both bill and the, the cancer or whatever names they've given his various um dementia all these different things they try to pin on him we say that name is those names are all below the name above all names jesus and by jesus powerful name by the shed he the blood he shed for us by that we we Demand and decree, and declare by this name, by this blood, that his cancer, his all these other names of dementia, all these things get removed from him, and he's able to be restored like never before. We fast for the refreshing Holy Spirit of Acts 20. The times of refreshing to come on Lois right now, to come on Bill, and they'll get a great night's sleep tonight, and they will be able to be feeling better than they have in years, Lord, I pray, as they get completely healed by your healing touch, Jehovah Rapha. Thank you. We believe in that name. We know that name. Lord, I pray for anybody that needs healing right now, that you'll just come and touch them by the Holy Spirit power. The name above all things. We call Paul for the Holy Spirit power to fall on everybody that's listening to to my voice right now. This ministry is full of the Holy Spirit power, Lord. We call that down in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we call for protection of these children going forward, the rescue of the children that are being trafficked, the end of child sacrifices and adrenochrome and organ harvesting and job trafficking, whatever it is, Lord, and all these rituals are being done. We call for an end to that in the mighty name of Jesus. And we call for the soldiers that are finding them to have ministering angels and messenger angels to show them where they are. And your light shines on wherever these children are being, these children are being hidden. And the soldiers are able to find them and be healed, Lord. And even the soldiers be healed from the horrible things they're having to see as they take on this evil parts of this world. And also in their heads, Lord, just heal anything that's happening with PTSD or anything. And we call down these nations, the, the 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 news media across all these nations that are protecting these pedophiles, protecting this cabal of globalists, Lord. We call them down. We usher in the remnant by the mighty name of Jesus, the name above all names. We take authority in Christ. We take authority by his shed blood. And we plead the blood over all these requests we've had tonight. And we ask as we blow the shofars, Lord, that you bring in, you bring in, Lord, the remnant, we need your judgment of the Lion of Judah right now as we blow this Shofar. We need, Lord, your holy warring angels, angels of all rankings and divisions. As we blow this, we call them down, and we are so excited that you've already won this battle, and we get to see it in the natural as er- on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you, Lord. We blow our Shofars in victory. We say these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I do have to change the settings real quick, guys. I'll try to do that. Go ahead. And says Isaiah 53:3, and by his stripes we are healed. Amen. I love it. Um, there's another prayer: Linda asking for a prayer for her husband to be totally healed of everything he has to be, be done from the healing of that. So we'll, we'll pray for that backstage right when we get there because that's a backstage request. We love you guys so much. So we're gonna go backstage, finish up some prayers, blow we'll the shofar's one more time. And uh, we invite you back here. Just go to the blessedteach.com and go to the backstage tab. Uh, we leave you, love you guys. Again, um, remember, stay in faith, not fear. Faith, not sight. With that, see you backstage in 45 seconds. God bless.